Bill de Blasio drops out of his congressional race and Democrats insult Latinas again. I'm Greg Corumbus. Join Jim Garrity of National Review and me each weekday for the Three Martini Lunch podcast. We'll give you the good, bad, and crazy news of the day and lots of laughs, too. Follow the Three Martini Lunch wherever you get your podcasts. Caltech Innovation is back-to-back. You've heard me talk about Caltech's P50 pistol. Now here comes the new 9mm P15 carry pistol. Quality engineered, the 9mm P15 carry pistol is the lightest, thinnest of its kind in Caltech's first striker fire handgun. And as another first, the P15s feature a totally unique patent-pending 15-round extended magazine. Now other features include ambidextrous grip, safety, reversible mag release, and the hybrid fiber optic night sights with full adjustable rear. That all comes standard. It's from Keltec, inventors of subcompact polymer and now metal handguns. The P15's gator grip texture on the polymer version increases stability and makes for easy, accurate handling, while the all-metal version offers comfortable but positive traction and a really beautiful wood grip panel. The P15 is the dependable firepower you need to secure your world. See the new 9mm P15 first, up close and personal at keltecweapons.com. That's K-E-L-T-E-C weapons.com. Dana Lash's Absurd Truth Podcast. Okay, so it took a couple days for me to make this TikTok um, without crying because that's what I do. Um, Please ignore the dog bone crunching behind me. Anyhow, um, one of my students uh, felt safe enough to share his pronouns with me. Oh my gosh. And when he did so, once the class knew that I knew, they all switched pronouns. They're second graders. And you're grinning. Like, I'm torn between being really, really happy to be a safe space and just absolutely furious that an entire group of second graders has to keep this secret from not safe people. Oh, wow. That's brainwashing. Why are kids feeling unsafe? This person trying to brainwash kids and say, that's not safe to be around your parents. That's what predators always tell kids. Yeah. You don't, don't tell anyone. Don't tell your parents. You can't trust them. Welcome back to the program. Dana Lash here with you. Make sure you sign up for Substack, my chapter and verse newsletter. And I also, you can find it, the subscription link at danalash.com or in the bio of all of my social media profiles. I bring this video up because I just, I don't think that this is, I don't care what a teacher wants to do. I don't think you have any, except if it involves brainwashing kids and this, this stuff. That's not what you're there to do. You're, you're, it's second grade for crying out loud. They're not even able to yet process abstract concepts. So stop it. This is absolute indoctrination. It's grooming, which is different from, you know, pedophilia. But grooming is not is is grooming is grooming. And this is grooming behavior. Now, you're not allowed to really say that anymore. They're trying to make that a bad word. Twitter is now censoring the word groomer. So media matters. Oh, they hate me. They have. Uh, oh, man, we've danced for quite a long time. They tried when I was at. Honor. Oh, yeah. When I was at CNN, Media Matters tried desperately to get me fired unsuccessfully. And they go after all they exist to do. It's not a news entity. They try to present themselves as one, but they're not. All Media Matters is, is a left wing activist group. They are funded. And this is not this is fact, fact based info. You can pull people's. Uh, aren't they a C3 or C4? All I know is that they had a 10, they have a, a form. What is it? I can't remember. Not a 1099. I can't remember the form. Be- yeah, but I can't remember the name of the form that they have to show you because it, for groups that have this tax structure, anybody can go in and demand to see their, their, uh, their 
tax exempt status, their data and their th- this form that they're supposed to file with the government annually. Because I've gone into the Media Matters office and have and have done this, but it was like ten years ago, and I can't remember what the number is. Um, but they they're funded by the Tides Foundation, which was created and financed by George Soros. And all they do, they serve as an activist arm for the Democrat Party, specifically for media and entertainment. And they don't have advertising. It's a bunch of super rich, far left Democrat, uh, you know, progressive, you know, whatever that fund them. And they will assign it's somebody different now, but Joe Strupp. Who was actually a nice guy? I got along with him. He left Media Matters. Joe Strupp was worked at Media Matters, and he had told me that he was assigned to me. I was his beat. So everywhere I went, if I was in New York speaking at the Talkers Conference for radio, he was in New York, right there in the front row, taking notes on my speech. If I was in D.C. for CPAC, Joe Strupp was right there, following me around. If I was wherever I was, that's where he would go. And now everyone just listens in digitally, although they still show up at events and stuff. But um, and he told me that he ended up leaving and going somewhere else. But we actually got along. It was a very interesting relationship. And Media Matters has always been ridiculous. There was one time and I'm telling you all of this. I'm going to tell you their involvement in this particular story with the audio that we just played and all of this. But I want to make sure you fully understand how ridiculous this organization is. Uh, This was back. I think it was in 2000 and it was after the 2012 election. And I think it was Barack Obama addressing it. It technically was a state of the union. Normally, it's not called that the first time that a president after election addresses Congress. But Barack Obama was an incumbent. And so, uh, you know, it was state of the union. He was giving part of his state of the union address uh, focused on green energy. And you've heard Biden talk about this green energy and getting military vehicles more green. Right using more green energy in the military. And right before that, he was talking about how NASA had to be more accessible and needed to do more Muslim outreach. And so as a joke on Twitter, I said, well, you know, because everything always is the opposite with Democrats in D.C. Everything is always the opposite of what it's actually, you know, when you name a group, it refers to something opposite other than its intended purpose. So I said, okay, so I guess now the the the. Uh, Department of Defense is about green energy and uh, NASA is all about, uh, you know, Muslim outreach. And I can't even remember what I said. Or NASA is about, yeah, Muslim outreach. And Media Matters said, CNN's Dana Lash, uh, let's, uh, on Barack Obama's State of the Union, let's shoot Muslims into space. I had that as my desktop wallpaper forever. They are, and they lie about people. They absolutely will lie about you. And they are so ridiculous. No one really takes them seriously. But there are certain people who are, I know for a fact, the vice president of Standards and Affairs used to wake up and do two things. He'd take a dump and read Media Matters. Standards and Practices. I absolutely know that for a fact. That was told to me by someone who reported to him. So they were, that's, you know, there there are these these people in these administrative positions in these cable news networks that do pay attention to it. And um, they try to get me in trouble with CNN for that. And I had uh, it was just kind of crazy. And I was like, I'm not apologizing for anything. They're morons. This is stupid. And that's a lie. And that's actually defamatory. And if I'm penalized for a lie that they said, then that's actionable, you know, technically. So anyway, 
Now Media Matters is going after the whole groomer thing, right? So the day before, no, yesterday actually, day before yesterday or yesterday, Media Matters has been amping up these attacks on conservatives who use the words groomer referring to an adult talking about sex and trying to trying to brainwash kids young kids like this person was talking about second graders into this and now twitter because they were pushing twitter to censor for this media matters was now twitter daily caller has this story is censoring the word groomer because media matters for america relentlessly pressured them to crack down on it they said that the word groomer is anti-lgbt Interestingly enough, they've had no objection to the word turf. Now, James Lindsay, who we follow each other, he's a commentator. He got suspended from Twitter yesterday because he called a Media Matters employee on Twitter a groomer. Lindsay shared all of his screenshots with Daily Caller. And he had called and it was because they were sticking up for indoctrination in the classroom. I mean, and you know, when you do that, that's kind of what you're doing. So he had retweeted this. This person said, uh, you know, Twitter says the anti-LGBTQ slur groomers ban, but it's enforcement sorely lacking. And he had shared a screenshot talking about Daily Dot. Said earlier this week, Daily Dot reported a tweet calling a transgender woman a groomer to see if it violated Twitter's policies against abusive behavior. And they reported him because he was talking about one of these teachers, just like the audio that I was sharing with you, and referred to it as a groomer. So they had him suspended. Media Matters had him suspended. And they said, misusing the word groomer to attack LGBTQ people, races, blah, 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 all this nonsense. And they said accusing people of harming children with no basis is extremely dangerous. That's one of Media Matters lackeys, what they wrote, which is very interesting because Media Matters themselves have had no problems at all whatsoever of calling millions of innocent law abiding Americans who merely own firearms culpable in the murder of children every time there's a mass casualty incident. And they've also never had any problems referring to people as TERFs which is trans-exclusionary radical feminist. It's a, pro- it's a progressive patriarchal slur against women who are either conservative or liberal who believe that women exist. And so Twitter's going along with this. Of course they are. This is, this, and this is what they're doing. This, the, the left thinks... And I, I, we play that audio. I'm not going to play it again. Like the Mike Collier guy who was going on and on about, he's, he's running for lieutenant governor in Texas. And he was saying that it is, vouchers are for vultures. That was his phrase. And he was saying, arguing that parents have absolutely no claim on the money that they pay in taxes for their kids' school. And they, and really ultimately what those kids learn. Democrats increasingly believe that by way of sending your child to a public school, you are somehow officially forfeiting your authority as a parent, your authority in your child's life. That's at least how they behave. And that's kind of underlines a lot of the arguments that they make. It's really wild. But the whole groomer thing is, I mean, that's what it is. 
That's, I mean, that's, there is, that's what it is. There's no other, how else are you going to, how else are you going to describe it? NPR started pushing on this too back in May. But they've been going on and on and on. Vice, uh, I'm looking at some of these, MSNBC, Vice, um, Washington Post, CNN, um, The Atlantic, a John's France Press. Oh, my gosh. Like, for instance, uh, Joel Mathis writes, April 4th, 2022, why are Republicans so concerned about grooming? Vice News, conservatives are smearing, don't say gay opponents, as pedophile groomers. Uh, this is WAPO. The new Red Scare, the right leans into pedophilia accusations. Uh, the teachers who mention sexuality are grooming kids, conservatives say. MSNBC, man, they're trying to like put all of the buzzwords in here. GOP smears political opponents as pro-pedophile groomers, the QAnon part, and they're trying to like act like they're part of what, ah, geez. Uh, This is Jonathan Chait for national interest. Why Republicans are smearing everyone as pedophiles now. CNN, uh, Republican congressman giving oxygen to dangerous theory of grooming. No, grooming itself is. So they're admitting like what? Being a predator, as Kane notes, is a behavior. It has nothing to do with a group of people. Grooming doesn't, have, it, it's a behavior. Are you, are, is the left trying to say that grooming is, is specifically only a feature of, of the LGBTQ community and smearing all alphabet people as pedophiles? Because that's what it sounds like they're doing. And now, all of the news you would probably miss. It's time for Dana's Quick 5, brought to you by Caltech. NASCAR is, they're going to be launching a, well, it's an electric, electric racing series in 2023. That's according to new documents that have been released. They haven't hidden their intention to bring electric cars into stock car racing, but apparently it's going to happen sooner than expected. According to the report, NASCAR is going to demonstrate a prototype electric racing car during the clash at the LA Coliseum preseason event in February. Then they're going to follow it up with a six race series aligned with cups. Are they going to do any woke stuff? Because I don't give a back, I don't give a rat's backside if they're going to do any woke stuff i'm just gonna stop it right there prove to me that you ain't gonna be stupid and woke and dei and all that stuff and then i'll care see is that is that me being too cynical it's friday i think we got it built up enough right yeah okay i think we're we're due oh boy disney so the wokest place on earth they're (laughs) disneyland's actually cutting walt disney's speech from their anniversary celebration they turned 67 nobody cares and they had you know the same stuff that nobody cares to celebrate their birthday but they left out for the first time ever they cut walt disney's walt disney in his opening day speech and people were wondering why it was and they said well because uh, bob chapik you know hates walt so i don't know i but they said that it is they've grown more and more woke clearly we've talked about it so they he's just not uh, woke enough for them anymore unbelievable disney's ruining themselves they really are uh, let's see. A stunned Pennsylvania cop is forced to shoot and kill a 15-foot pet snake while responding to an emergency call because it had wrapped itself around its owner's neck and was suffocating the owner. The 28-year-old man who owned the 15-foot snake actually had a heart attack due to the reptile wrapping itself around his throat and trying to squeeze him to death. They had to shoot the snake because they tried to cut it off his neck but they were running out of time. The guy was already in the middle of a heart attack. He was dying. His vitals weren't good. They couldn't get to him. This It was crazy. So they said this: the officer shot the snake in the face. So I don't know that I would have anything that could squeeze me to death. 
as a pet. This is me. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I'm, you know, I'm five, seven. You know, I'm not like a, a huge person. So I just, you know, just a little, little nervous about that. Uh, Air Force. They say that the U.S., this is a bad idea, that they're, the U.S. is considering sending an array of fighter jets to Ukraine and give pilots accelerated training to ramp up Western involvement against Russia. I, yeah, I know. Just going to get all our kids involved in a war. There we go. We got more in store. Don't go anywhere. Quidditch. Now, this was a thing entirely created by J.K. Rowling in her Harry Potter books. And so now, because she is simply stating biological fact, and I don't agree with her on really anything, except this, apparently. The game that she literally invented in Harry Potter, apparently they decided to create this game in real life, but obviously nobody has a flying broomstick or, you know, I I mean, I guess they still have the same roles, but they said that there's a Quidditch league. The body's in charge of the sport, Quidditch, inspired by, inspired, it's entirely the game, even the name. They say inspired by Rowling. They say changes are being made because Rowling, quote, has increasingly come under scrutiny for her anti-trans position in recent years. Now, I just got to stop here because this is how the left works language. If you believe that people who have certain chromosomes and vaginas and that are women and people who have other certain chromosomes and frankenbeans are dudes, then that is apparently anti-trans. If you, if you disagree with someone's opinion, that means you're anti, which I think is a really myopic and illiberal way of defining something. So the Quidditch, they've decided that they are rebranding. They're dropping the name and calling it Quadball because, well, another motivation is that it's trademarked by Warner Brothers. I hope she sues the hell out of them. Just for past earnings, since they infringed on her name, her a, a creation that she had made for so long, I would just as punishment. This is why I don't think I would be a responsible billionaire. I mean, I would have a million dog shelters and all this other stuff, but I would also engage in a level of lawfare that is unprecedented and has never been before seen in our by our species, Kane. Okay. And I would. This is how I would do it. I would go after every person involved in it individually, the league, everybody that I could theor- I could actually practically drag into a courtroom, and I would bankrupt all of them. You say that, but it's really actually a very mean thing to do. But this is why I'm telling you, I am being honest like Gladriel in the ring. In the ho- I would completely, absolute power corrupts absolutely, okay? Having billions of dollars to engage in just unlimited lawfare, it's pretty corrupting. I would totally do it. Oh my gosh, it's not even a question. Not even a question. The yeah, the government does. Oh man. So I'm just saying. They, um, they changed their league name. Because she believes in women. Okay. Wow. All right. And it's not anti-trans. Now check this out. So they went after Ron DeSantis. This entity called, oh, it's actually called Florida Politics. I don't know what it is. It's a digital, another digital dime a dozen startup. Anyway, they said, quote, women get pregnant and not men. Governor Ron DeSantis picks a new anti-woke fight. Wait, what? So I just want to go 
to the rest of the phrase after the, the colon, after following women get pregnant, not men. The structure of the sentence is Governor Ron DeSantis picks new anti-woke fight. That's a really weird way to word observe scientific fact. Am I right? Of course I am. Picks a new anti-woke fight. So he was just, you know, hanging out and realized, you know what? I'm going to call women women. That. What? How is it anti-woke? I hate the phrase woke, too. And I like what Bill Burr said about that and his thing. I want to say that. It's one of the funniest things I've ever seen in any stand-up routine ever. I just, this is one of the funniest things I've ever seen. I'm going to try. <laughs> What's that? So, let get back on track here. Huh. Anyway, that's just science. Science, <laughs> science is fighting, as Kane says. Apparently, he's just, he's simply observing science. That's not a fight. That's like saying the earth is not, the earth doesn't, uh, the sun doesn't revolve around the earth. The earth revolves around the sun. Governor Ron DeSantis picks new anti-woke fight. What? Snow is just frozen water. Governor Ron DeSantis picks a new anti-woke fight. I mean, you could do this all day, which I will. That's just science. Can you imagine how confused all our our little kids are going to be? In, in like 20 years, we won't be able to find our way out of a paper bag, much less fight our way out of it when China comes after buying up all our land to take us over. Oh, my gosh. All these activists out there that are, you know, our age and, you know, a little older and a little younger, you all aren't thinking about what's going to happen when you're old and in the home. You're going to have all these young kids who don't even know what a woman is. And we're going to be bought out by a geopolitical foe. Life will end in America as we know it. It'll all be hell. Oh my gosh, I'm now the Elmo gif in fire. It's his life mission to make bad decisions. <laughs> it's time for Florida Man. So I cannot tell you the number of emails that I got from our Florida listeners who were like, well, it's not really that bad that alligators are in every body of water, but they kind of are. <laughs> and they're like, it's just, it's just a matter of life that we're used to it. This story This type of stuff, this is why I'm like, I will literally cross the road away from a body of water in Florida. An elderly woman was killed after she fell into a pond along a golf course in Florida and was attacked by two alligators. It was at the Boca Royal Golf Country Club in Inglewood, 30 miles south of Sarasota. She fell into a pond along the course near her home and she was trying to stay afloat. And then two alligators, apparently witnesses, saw them near her and they went in. And she did not... She was pronounced dead, pronounced dead at the scene. She has not been identified by authorities. They brought an, a trapper in from Florida Fish and Wildlife. They removed them. One of them was a seven foot, seven inch, and one was an eight foot, 10 inch, and they were both removed. Now they think that those are the ones that you, now I will say this, the, the likelihood of being injured or killed in an unprovoked alligator incident in Florida is like one in 3.1 million. So let's not go all like, but still, man, that's, that's scary. Thanks for tuning in to today's edition of Dana Lash's Absurd Truth Podcast. If you haven't already, make sure to hit that subscribe button on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
The Senate Armed Services Committee slams the Pentagon over its wasteful hunt for extremists. Bill de Blasio drops out of his congressional race after New Yorkers make it clear they despise him. And the Democrats insult Latinas again. I'm Greg Corumbus. Join Jim Garrity of National Review and me each weekday for the Three Martini Lunch podcast. We'll give you the good, bad, and crazy news of the day for conservatives and hopefully a lot of laughs too. Join us. Follow the Three Martini Lunch on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.